So let, let me share some few thoughts with you, all right? Let me just share some few thoughts with you. Um, and then uh, we'll, call it, we'll call it a night. Um, let's look at... Second Corinthians. Chapter eight. Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor. That you through his poverty might become rich. Let's look at... Um, Chapter 5 of 2 Corinthians. Chapter 5. Let's look at verse 21. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God. So what we, we're looking at here is the operation of the grace of God. And we see its nature. We see its characteristic as it relates to us and Jesus. And one domineering characteristic about this grace is that it is substitutionary. In other words, whatever should be happening or have happened to us happened to Jesus. And what should be happening or have happened to Jesus happens to us. So
So the grace of the Lord Jesus takes what should have been our portion and lays it on Jesus and takes what is Jesus' portion and bequeaths it to us. So we can see the substitutionary nature of the grace of Jesus Christ. So whatever Jesus took upon himself, we should not have to take. We should not accept. Because that grace forbids us from living in experiences that Jesus took upon himself. It's very important that you listen to what I'm saying. Because this is where many fall short when it comes to operating in the grace of God and, and really how to activate this grace. Jesus is the righteousness of God, right? And we are sinners or we were sinners, right? Now, God wanted to make us what Jesus was. The righteousness of God. He didn't, or by law, he couldn't make us or give us what Jesus was if Jesus couldn't be what we were. I need you to understand grace from God's side. So there was no way we were going to experience who Jesus is and thus becoming what he is if Jesus did not experience what we were and thus becoming who we were. In him becoming a sinner or, or taking on sin, he thus created the eternal passage or the eternal access for all men to be able to become the righteousness of God. That is how the substitutionary law works. If I want, and that's, 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 that's from God's path. If I want you to become what I am, I must become what you are. And it is for that reason that before God made men as gods, the God who would then create men as gods became a man himself, subjecting himself to the limitations of that man whom he would want to become God. So everything that we could ever be God tasted. Everything that we are, God became. Now, you may wonder, for what reason? So that me and you could become everything that God is and have access to everything that God has. So the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is a substitutionary grace. Jesus is rich. He wants us to be rich. But he cannot give us his riches if he does not experience our poverty. So before he bequeaths to us his riches, he becomes the poverty that we are. 
and thus giving the door or leaving the door open for any man who understands this grace to enter and have access into his riches. So, so that we, because of his poverty, can become rich. So we can use the poverty of Christ as our legal right to have access to riches. Jesus was poor so that I don't have to be poor. Jesus became sin so that I don't have to be a sinner. Jesus was broken so that I may be whole. So whatever Jesus became, I could become the opposite. Because him being poor, it is impossible for God to be poor. Now, him taking on poverty, becoming poor, means that it, what is impossible on the other side for man to become as rich as God, the, the slate has been cleared. So the question of impossibility is removed when God does what is impossible. He becomes sin. He becomes poor. If God can become sin, which is impossible, it's impossible. It's impossible. If God becomes poor, it is impossible. Then we can become the righteousness of God. It is impossible then we can become as rich as God. It is impossible. So that's why the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is something higher than our faith because its reality does not depend really on how and what we believe. Its reality is established in the fact that God did the impossible. And that reality remains. So you may not believe in it and in you not believing in that reality would just be uh, 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 neglecting or, or forfeiting the benefits that accord and come with that grace. But the reality remains the same. Our belief does not change the fact that through Jesus' poverty, we became rich. Through Jesus' poverty, we became rich. Now, let us dig deep and see how the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ can become an experience in our lives. All right? Turn with me to John. Chapter twelve. John chapter 12. Chapter 1, verse 12. John chapter 1, verse 12. But as many as received him, as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become the children of God. So, there were those who did not receive him. Therefore, power was not given. So, power can only come after we receive. Jesus said, you will receive power.
power after after the holy spirit has come you will receive power you will receive power now in this setting he says as many as received him he gave power that is to say that powerless christians today have not received the jesus they have powerless christians today have not yet received the jesus they have that means you can have jesus you can have his spirit living in you but there will be no power manifested in your life until you receive him the reality of the grace of the lord jesus christ is that you have that grace but its power in your life cannot come into manifestation until you receive until you accept until you welcome so this is really a matter of consciousness and the issue many of us have is that we have not yet accepted what jesus has given to us we have not yet welcomed embraced what jesus has brought into our lives so the power to get wealth is not experienced because we have not received the power giver we have not yet received the wealth giver so we live our lives going around in circles not knowing where we are going because we have not yet received we have not yet welcomed we have not yet accepted what Jesus says he has done for us he became poor that we might be rich so according to him there's no question about it you are rich and what is the evidence what is the proof that you are rich is the fact that jesus became poor the evidence of that that riches is the fact that jesus became poor what is the evidence that we have become the righteousness of god it is the fact that jesus became sin it is not the presence of the riches themselves that provide evidence it is not the feeling of of righteousness itself that provides evidence no it is based on the fact that jesus did the substitutionary so has jesus become sin yes then you are the righteousness of god then what that means is that you must now receive accept welcome embrace that is to say your consciousness your consciousness has to accept that reality before anything even similar to that reality can begin to manifest in your life so the realities of god in our lives are absent from our physical realm because we have not welcomed or switched on our consciousness as it relates to that reality so we are praying for blessings praying for riches praying for wealth but we have not yet received 
We have not yet received what he has done. Because when we receive, when we welcome, when we accept what he has done, there would be no need for us to pray for God to make us righteous. Because he already did it. There'd be no need for me and you to pray for God to make us rich because he already did it. How did he do it? By Jesus becoming poor. How did he do it? By Jesus becoming sin. So the anchor of our confidence in the consciousness of wealth is not the physical or the material presence of wealth. No, it is the fact that the Jesus who pronounced, proclaimed, and conferred those riches, that righteousness upon us, became the direct opposite, became what we are currently suffering. So you are poor today because you have not accepted that Jesus has become poverty for you. You are suffering a life of sin, a life of shortcoming and imperfections because you have not yet accepted that Jesus became sin so that you may not suffer the principle and the effects of sin. So what does that mean? It means that our adverse reality is directly due to the fact that in our consciousness, we have not accepted that Jesus has become poor. So the possibility of attaining wealth is far-fetched because we have not accepted that what is impossible can happen. Because the moment you accept that Jesus became poor, you are accepting that what is impossible has happened. The moment you accept that God became sin, you are accepting that the impossible has happened. Therefore, if the impossible can happen or can be done by Jesus, then through his grace, I can do the exact same. I, be, I can become rich even without any evidence of me ever attaining that dimension. I can become wealthy even without me having any physical proof or validation of attaining that level. Why? Because the one who has bestowed of giving me grace to become rich has become what is impossible for him to become poor. So the lack of power comes from the fact that we have not yet received. We have not yet accepted. We have not yet welcomed. So you ask, how can I welcome? How can I receive? To as many as received him, he gave to them, he gave power to become the children of God to those who believe in his name. Receive, believe, and power. Isn't that the very same principle that Jesus teaches in Mark chapter 11? Whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have. It's, it's, it's amazing that in that one verse, three tenses, three tenses are spoken of. The past, the present, the future. Believe the past. Receive the present and you shall have the future. What you will have is in the future, but it cannot come until you believe that you have received it. So the only way what is in your future will materialize, the only way you will have what you desire is after you what? After you believe that you receive. So you must accept the reality of that which you desire before you can have it. So you can never be rich until you accept it. You can never, never attain riches until you accept it. You can never attain financial freedom until you accept it. The first thing before financial freedom comes is the acceptance of financial freedom. Through what? Through belief. 
So you have to receive financial freedom. Where will you receive it from? You receive it from the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. You will accept that Jesus Christ died. Jesus Christ became poor so that I might become rich. And on that premise, I, be, I, I believe I receive wealth into my life. I receive abundance into my life. I accept it. And he says, you will have. Many of you are waiting, are waiting, are waiting on the, on the shores, on the train station of having, but we have, you have not yet accepted, you have not yet believed, and you have not yet received in what you desire. So when the train of desire fulfillment comes or desire answering comes, you are wondering, where's my desire? Where's my desire? And the train marshal says, have you believed? Have you received? Because everyone who has must have believed and must have received first. So there is a need for God's people to accept, to welcome, to embrace. Can, can, can we look at uh, Hebrews? Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13. These all died in faith, not having received or lambano the promises, but having seen them afar off. Notice, physically, physically, they died in faith. Skanana. They died. Hey. They died in faith, having not received physically those promises but 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 having seen them afar off they beheld them they saw them my god my god they saw them and from afar off and they were assured of them listen they died kampraskada they died they they died they died they, they, she, he died without having received his healing. Yet he saw his healing. He was assured of his healing. He embraced his healing. But he died. He died in his faith. Oh my God. And embraced them. Confessed. My God. Listen to this. They saw. They were assured. They embraced the promises and then they confessed them. I'm healed. I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. I'm healed by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. But he died in faith. He died in faith. He died in faith. He died confessing he was healed. He died embracing his healing. He died, my God, being assured of his healing. He died. The materiality of those promises did not stop him from maintaining his confession. The lack of the manifestation of those promises did not stop him 
of being assured did not stop him or hinder his faith in any way. Things outside did not change, but his consciousness, his faith was not moved. He still died of that sickness, but the man confessed he was healed. The man confessed that God had made him well. Well, where was the sickness? My brother, my sister, you have missed it. You have missed it. That is why men in this category are involved, are included in the commonwealth of faith. They are included in the hallmark of faith because the reward far exceeds what they could have received even in the physical because they are they were gods. They were gods because their circumstances did not change their faith. Now that is the missing link to the reality that is stopping you or the reality that is not manifesting in your life. It is the fact that you are waiting you are waiting. You are waiting. And God says, no, 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 no. You don't need to wait. You don't need to wait. The first thing is that, do you, do you see? Do you see riches? Do you see? Do you see the wealth? Do you see? Do you see the freedom? Do you see it? After it because before you can be assured, you must first see it. Now, not with your optical eyes. Because your optical eyes lie. You see, your optical eyes only register what the senses tell it. Not the reality that comes from God. So he says, look up. Look up. Use, use, they call it the third eye. Use your dianoia to see. To see the wealth. Based on what? Based on the fact that Jesus did the impossible by becoming poor. And because he did it, I can do it. Where does the ability come from? It comes from the grace that was released when he became poor. So when Jesus became poor, there was grace that was released. Why? Because now... All men can do the impossible in that regard. That is why today all men can become saved because Jesus did the impossible. The man without sin, the man, my God, who is God himself, my God, without any guy, became what was impossible without committing one sin. One sin, yet he became sin. He, the Bible says he was classified among the criminals, yet he did not do any crime whatsoever. He was classified among the sinners, yet he was innocent. Why? Because the man did the impossible. That means in the same way that Jesus did the impossible, you can take a hold of that grace. How do you take a hold of it? Get to see, embrace, welcome, accept. God has made me rich because he became poor. At one point in history, Jesus thought about me that one day in 1990, there will be a boy who is born who will need this wealth who will need this riches what I do now he will enjoy later so when he steps into it and he becomes aware when he comes into the consciousness that I died I became poor so that he might not experience poverty then with boldness he will have the guts to step out in consciousness step out in faith and embrace what I made him Welcome wealth. Welcome it. Embrace it. Confess it. My Lord, not because you want to see it manifest, but because you are receiving the one who has come to give you this thing. Are you listening to me, my brothers and my sister? The Bible tells us that the law and death came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ of Nazareth. How does Jesus work? How does Jesus operate? My Bible tells me that behold, I stand at the door and I knock. Whoever opens, whoever welcomes me, I will come in. So he's there with the grace for wealth. He's there with the grace for prosperity. And he 
he says, here I am, child. Will you receive me? Here I am, child. Will you open the door for me? Here I am, child. Will you open the door for me? Because he says, I'm a door opener, but you must open the door before this grace can start working. Because I'm the one who opens doors and no man can shut. Who shuts doors and no man can open. Before you can enter into the door of wealth, you must welcome the grace for wealth. And how do you welcome it? He asks you, do you accept that I died? Do you accept that I became sin? That you might become the righteousness of God? Do you accept that my sacrifice makes you righteous before God? When you say yes, he says, what I am you become. Yes, you may look around and say, this me? He said, yes, this you, all of a sudden, he says, see, he says, see, all of a sudden you look at yourself, you say, but I still see myself the same way, he says, that is your problem, your problem is that you are seeing yourself the way you are, begin seeing yourself the way I say you are, look at me, that's how you are, what do you see, you say, Lord, I see you wearing white clothes, Jesus said, yes, you are wearing white clothes, you say, he asks you, what do you see? You say, Lord, you are pure. He says, that's what you are. You are pure. My daughter, my child, do you accept that I have made you what I am? When you say yes, all of a sudden, the purity on Jesus is on you. All of a sudden, the white garments on Jesus are on you. That is how you step into wealth. It is by beginning to accept, to embrace and welcome that yes, oh God, according to my natural eyes I may be a poor beggar I may be dead beat I may be in financial ICU but I see something else and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld we beheld we beheld we beheld we beheld but I see glory I see glory and Jesus said look carefully look carefully because the glory you are seeing is not just me it is you because that is a mirror that is showing who you are yes you ask Lord me he says yes definitely you it is you from top to bottom because as we behold the glory of the Lord as in a mirror we are being metamorphosed we are being changed from glory to glory even into the same image by the spirit of the Lord you don't have to try you don't have to try you don't have to force no you accept you welcome no man fasted 30 days 40 days to become a born again Christian. No, he accepted. He embraced and the assurance came to him by the Spirit of God for the Spirit of God bears witness that we are the children of God. It is the same Spirit when you accept the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ that will bear witness with you. Not your circumstances not your bank account no the spirit bears witness the spirit is a testifier is a witness in the reality, in the wealth reality that Jesus has brought to you. No, no, no. Not where you live. Not what you drive. No, the spirit. He witnesses with your spirit that you are wealthy, that you are rich. Even before you see any dime, even before you see any gold, it is the spirit that bears witness. The spirit that bears witness beyond that you have the blood beyond that you have the word and these three are one my God and once you accept once you believe all of a sudden every single thing consistent with the wealth of the kingdom did he not say seek ye first my kingdom through consciousness and demand and all the things which the Gentiles seek after they will find their way to you they will 
will grow legs. My God, all of a sudden, gold will come finding you. Opportunity will come finding you. Ideas will find a home in you. Why? You have accepted grace. You have received grace. You have welcomed the grace giver, the wealth giver, the peace giver the prosperity giver and yeah who can set a charge against the elect of the Lord for the word of the Lord is sure he said God has spoken once I heard it twice all power belongs to God surely he establishes his word and none of his counsel fall to the ground that's what the word says that by faith Having not received what you see, let it not change your faith. What you are feeling, let it not change your faith. My God, use your faith to climb into the dimensions of reality and begin to see. See the freedom, see the wealth, see the prosperity, see the peace, even before it manifests. So that when it comes, you may tell it, I was not surprised that you came. I was not surprised that you are in my life because I saw you I birthed you because I understand that the things which are made were not made of things which are seen my God for the things which are seen I consequence of the unseen I saw you first wealth I saw you first peace why because my faith accepted the reality that God has brought into my life I'm a free man in Christ not because of the chains around me not because of the prison doors around me I'm a free man because I've received the truth he said I will receive receive the truth and the truth shall make me free I'm a free man I'm a free man I'm a free man I'm conscious of this reality I confess it every single day I'm a free 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 man you know the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ how that he was rich but for your sakes he became poor that you, through his poverty, might become rich. And I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to be healed you and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Salebratu Kalegebada. Skamanto Rabande Clevre Shai Kaliparadia. Ebarota Cabradiva Sangele Clembrez Don Coranista. Sametele Cambre Higotanto Remember Diata Catruns Galifai. Semele Pratus Canta Pradimanans Celeparigon Cresta. Ah, Saparigamande. I receive, Lord. I receive. I receive all you made me. I embrace it. Hallelujah. I welcome it. I accept it. Hallelujah. I accept it. My God. I accept the reality of the word. I accept the glory of the Lord. And by my consciousness, I activate that reality. My God, the power, the presence, the angels of God bring this reality into my physical manifestation. And my Father, I give you glory because men see my good works which are done in the light and they glorify you. Thank you, dear God Almighty, by a comparine for the word of God which created all things right now is manufacturing the reality of wealth upon my life manufacturing the reality of peace and prosperity my God in my life Father thank you glory glory to God I see my that I've left the valley the valley of poverty I see my God that Lord 
even enthroned me. You have enthroned me, my Father, upon the throne of glory, upon the throne of wealth, glory, glory, my shanda. I do not see my God by my physical eyes. I see by the eyes of my spirit, and I see my God that all things, all things are become new. Hey, makatu skapari, manta para komparia, skabaro komparie, skebele parapaya. Aye kapa, aye kapa, zebebe halusta paye, repekotona, zgila mama, zgenene, zgenakona mani brehekatoya, hale prato kopranikalapaya. And oh yeah, and the spirit of the Lord, child of God, is upon me right now. And the anointing of the spirit of God is upon me right now. Yes, Malepaleka to preach poverty out of you, Mando, through the gospel. Oh no, no, Maya. This is the power of God. This is the power of God unto salvation. This is the power of God unto prosperity. This is the power of God unto peace. And yes, I release it upon your life in the name of Jesus. Let the anointing of the Spirit of God drive out the shame, the stain, and the ashes of poverty upon your life. And let that anointing bring honor the shame let it come upon you and let your cup become begin to run over run over run over in the name of jesus sabale barompaina ekalema nempaina galamani mentaina ropa tekapandoya ishtanaina naina malekampalia i release the anointing i release the anointing i release the anointing i release the anointing to deal with the stain and the presence of poverty in your life. I release the anointing, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not your strength. It's not your might. It's not your wit. It's the grace of the Lord Jesus. It's the grace of the Lord Jesus. Receive it. Welcome it. Embrace it. Accept it. See yourself coming into abundance for the Lord said even unto Abraham, I am your exceeding great reward. And this is the same God who pronounces this blessing upon you. I am your exceeding great reward. Receive it. Welcome it. Embrace it. Come on. See yourself coming into a forest of wealth and abundance in your life. Malakapatora. Moshanda. Because of Jesus. Because of his work. Because of Jesus. Because of his perfect work. Jesus. Jesus. Sabbath. Aleka para para pai kota paya. Skanda Ramda Shanda receive this anointing right here from my studio. Receive it, receive it right wherever you are. Malemanda, let it begin to transform your life. Mali Kapoya, in the same way that the discontented, in the same way that the downcast came to David in the cave at Dulama. Yes, Man Shapratu Kapranda, and the same man became mighty man. May the anointing of the Spirit. Spirit of God, make you mighty man, make you mighty woman for God. May you become a heavyweight in wealth, a heavyweight in finances, a heavyweight in the kingdom, a man, a woman God can trust. Yes, to abide in every good work for the kingdom's sake. By the anointing of God's spirit, I save you from poverty. I deliver you in the name of Jesus from weakness, financial weakness. I deliver you right now in the name of Jesus. Let the ideas, let the opportunities, find their way to you. The power, the power to make to produce wealth is set over you. It is the power of the Holy Ghost. Not by might, not by power, but by my, by my spirit, says the Lord.
receive the prophesying of the Spirit of God upon your life right now. Oh, there's ministry taking place. Ministry of the Holy Ghost. Ministry of the Holy Ghost. Is the Spirit of the Lord taking dominion, taking charge over your life? Is the Spirit of the Lord receive? Lift up your hands and receive from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. It's the anointing, the anointing of the Holy Ghost to preach to the poor, to preach to the poor. Hallelujah. Mandam babare kopapaya. Elebebebe brusta pranda. Elebrondo kopaponda kranta prai kalapoya. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are coming into abundance in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And the Lord removes from your life the stain of shame. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To the distance of the east, east to the west. Shame. And the stain of poverty is removed from your life. Yeah, your gates are open to receive the abundance of the seas. Yes, and the ships of Kedar make their way to you. From coast to coast, men are locating you because of the grace, the grace of the Lord, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever you do, you will excel in. You will excel because the spirit of excellence is operational in your life. Whatever you set out to do shall prosper because you delight yourself in the Lord thy God and your ways are committed before him and the Lord directs and navigates you. The Lord navigates you. You are being navigated by the spirit of justice. The spirit of grace. The spirit of grace is on your life. Operating. Operating. Operating on your life. The spirit. The spirit. The spirit of grace. And in Vanaimelele Kranda, and Shanda Brada Banda, and may God incite His jealousy upon your life. May the Lord incite His jealousy upon your life. He is jealous. He is jealous for you. He is jealous against the poverty in your life. May the Lord incite His jealousy upon your life. Oh, we receive grace right now. Ha <laughs> ha. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs>